0: The qualifiers are done. We know the qualified teams. Um, Cameroon got the job done with a seemingly comfortable 3-0 win against Burundi. How how do they look in your opinion?
1: Um, yeah, I think seemingly is, is the key word. Look, this was this was a do-or-die moment for Cameroon playoff essentially qualifier. They had to beat Burundi playing at home if they drew. And as we went through in our last podcast, unless it was a 4-4 draw or higher, Cameroon would be knocked out. And of course, if they're a new one, Cameroon would be knocked out. They got the job done, 3-0. Um, I think it, I wouldn't say a comfortable performance. I would say a nervy one. You know, they really struggled in the first half. And actually, uh, I would say the best player in the first half was was their goalkeeper, Andre Onana, coming back into the team, made some a couple really good saves. As Burundi actually were the team taking it to Cameroon and looked better. But just just after the second half started... Burundian mistake defensively, big laps in defence allowed Brian and Mbwemo to to strike home. And then, you know, a Francis Inquain favourite, Christopher Wu, Cameroon centre-back, then scored off a corner. And then in the in the last minute, guess who, oh, as always, Vincent Balsa Abubakar uh, kind of put the icing on the cake. But again, from, from very much a Burundian mistake. So, you know, job done for Cameroon. They're into that AFCON. Um, am I inspired by them? Am I filled with a lot of hope for them going into the tournament? I, I would say absolutely not. There's still a lot for them to prove uh, and a lot for Song to, to prove going into the
0: tournament. Well, Alistair, maybe maybe expand on that. How are they shaping up into of the EFCON?
1: Yeah, I, I think, you know, for me, there's still a lot of uncertainty around this Cameroonian team. I think, you know, the best example is, is Andre Onana, of course. You know, he said he would come back for this Burundian game and that was it. And so now they've gotten through the Burundian game. You know, they have to negotiate with him again to see, you know, will this work? Can he play in the AFCON? And, you know, we won't see that organized and settled by the next next uh, international window next month in October. But we'll see, you know, and, and I think that's part of it. And, you know, in their defensive pairing, you know. Do you think he's going to stay? I, I, I think he will be convinced. I think, you know, partially him having a great performance, you know, getting the team through, you know, clearly hmm. there's a lot of support. and and pressure on him to be a part of this team, um, Mm -hmm. both within the camp, but also, you know, externally, uh, you know, in terms of the government. But I I think, you know, the problems go beyond that. You know, I think we look at centre-back. Christopher Wu scored a goal, looks confident, looks composed. He looks like he's nailed down that centre-back spot. But who's next to him? You know, is it Mbaiso? Is it Gonzalez? Is it, you Mm -hmm. know, does Castelletto come back? We don't know. Zambo Anguissa in that midfield. Who's partnering him? Uh, Olivia Kemen has done it recently, but even Zambo Anguissa, as we spoke last week, has not been hitting the right form. And mm-hmm. again, up front, we know Cameroon have fantastic scorers and finishers in Boemo, Tokoyokami, mm-hmm. you know um, Chupomoting, and and of course uh, Abu Bakr. But where is that creativity? So I think for me, you know, even against Burundi, there wasn't a lot of carving open chances. If anything, Burundi were the more, you know, threatening side. So I think with Cameroon, you know, they got the job done. They kept a clean sheet. You know, they got Onana back in the team. But for me, I want to see, okay, where are the next steps? And I think we'll see that in the next two international windows before the AFCOM. But I think I think Song has a lot of work to do.
0: Sure. Moving it away from the indomitable Lions, um, one of their former coaches, Hugo Bruce, is working with South Africa. Nine games undefeated. They beat the Democratic Republic of Congo in their most recent game. I declare an interest. Are Bafana Bafana that good? Um, are they are they one of the continent's leading forces? Are they the favourites going into the Afcon? That was a joke on the ladder,
1: but I, <laughs> I, I would love to say yes, Zane, But um, you know, I, I think they've they've done fairly well. You know, like you said, nine games unbeaten. You know, they've kept four clean sheets in that time. You know, the only team that they let in score more than one goal is Liberia. And that kind of you know, chaotic and calamitous 2-2 draw when they conceded those late goals. And and so I think, and, you know, they also got that 2-1 win at home against Morocco. And so they've actually topped the group, which is, you know, pretty remarkable, uh, considering, you know, they had probably the most informed African team coming into it, you know, semi-finalists of the World Cup. But I think, you know, like Cameroon, there's a lot of questions around South Africa. You look at the run, you know, the only team that they played that was of high caliber was Morocco. You know, maybe you throw DRC in there as well as as a very good team. Um, But actually, I, I also want to make the point that this—I—I—and I, I haven't seen anyone talking about this, but I think this game against DRC was far, far more important than anyone thought. Because, again, we were talking about doing my creative maths last week, but this week I was doing more creative maths. And South Africa came into this game against DRC as the twelfth highest-ranked side in Africa. And DRC, after their win against Sudan, if my calculations are correct, would have been one place behind them in 13th. So actually, if the DRC had beaten South Africa, DRC would have jumped above them into 12th. And what is 12th place? That is the second seeded uh, in uh, in the second pot at the AFCON. And so by, by winning, by getting that result, South Africa have actually secured that second seed in, in second pot, I think, in the AFCON draw, which is a huge difference in terms of who they'll play uh, at the Afcon, so I think that's a big thing that that should be celebrated. But again, South Africa, we seem to have a bit more of a, a back a back four. You know, players uh, players seem to be claiming those positions. You know, like Maela, like Mvala, like um, uh But you know, there's still a lot of questions to be asked. Albas is coming in the midfield and looks really good, but who's playing alongside him? But I think, and you know, even up front, Percy Tao isn't hitting it. There doesn't seem to be a centre forward. But I think the big takeaway from this international window is that Lyle Foster is is the real deal for for Bafana Bafana. Um, I think the Burnley player he scored he scored the one goal today. Yeah, it's his fourth goal in 11 appearances for Bafana Bafana. He's looking good for Burnley. He didn't look as good when he was played up front in the game against Namibia, but when he plays in that number 10 role when he's linking up with Percy Tau, um, I think he looks he looks really good and and I think that is the biggest positive for South Africa is. You know they they have a lot of decent options in that forward line you know players who look fairly good at time tempos Zwane, versatile um these kind of players but it looks like lyle fosters the real deal and if they can build that attack around him i think actually the fun have a really good chance of, of progressing in, in that fun
0: well alistair this is a bite-sized edition thank you so much for casting your eye on the qualifiers and giving us your analysis and if you agree or disagree with alistair please find us on our social media platforms we are on x formerly known as twitter and uh, instagram at otw underscore podcast Going to take me a little while getting used to calling twitter x or x twitter and um if you want it if you want to post comments on our facebook page or our youtube uh channel just search for us at the on the whistle podcast we certainly love hearing from you we love listening to you we love your ideas Keep the free-flowing conversation going. As always, Alice, it's been a pleasure having you on Um, Africa's Biggest Football Bride. It's been fun, and I can't wait to see you soon.